Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, close to you, close to you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say, close to you, close to you. Well, hello, guys. How are y'all doing? Hello, Genesis. Hey. Say hi to you real this time. So I don't look totally confused like I was five seconds ago because I didn't press the go live button because, you know. Hey, you know how it is. Sometimes we have, you know, some off moments, some off days. I can relate because when I woke up, I realized that my workout class was starting and I missed my workout class. And I'm like, whoo, it really took me out of my ringer. That's uh, frustrating. I'm sorry that that happened. Yeah, no, I I know. I take mini naps, and so I'm uh, I'm always wondering what's happening in that situation. So, hello, hello, Mr. Jaime Pena. I hope you're having a good day. Um, hi, and then he says hi to you too. Oh, hi, Jaime. So, um, and then you put lots of comments. I was gonna say like, there's a wonderful lady named Genesis in the in the thing. She's killing it. Um, you're gonna win a commenter of the of the day, so that's gonna be fun. Uh, your own comments to your own show. Um, but anyways, uh, so we start with headlines of the week. Do you have a headline of the week or a headline you know that you haven't shared before on the show? So it doesn't matter. Uh, something sounds really cool, but it doesn't have to be. Um, I'll start. Mine will be. Um, uh, I had gourmet ravioli yesterday. I had mac and cheese with summer sausages today. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, tried something different and I was hungry. So it was like either cereal or this because what's the point? I already missed my hour and a half workout class. So I'm Aww. like, Ugh. There you go. So <laughs> is that going to be your head? What's going to be your headline of the week though? Mine is I had gourmet raviolis by a gourmet chef. And I'll tell you the story in a second. Your turn. Okay. Ooh, I'm stuck. I had some, um, I had a lady on my podcast that sung at Carnegie Hall. Nice. All right. Um, the truth guys is I had frozen raviolis in the, in the freezer. I took those bad boys, added some zucchini, some mushrooms, and my own gourmet tomato sauce, and then I made a garlic grilled uh, chicken, chopped that bad boy up, and had uh, herb, uh, honey, uh, garden uh, raviolis. And so uh, that's what I made for myself. I'm a gourmet chef. I've been paid uh, to do people's weddings and whatnot, so uh, I can say that, but I'm not you know, fancy fancy. I'm just me. Uh, but I wish I had a better story. I have tons of them. I just, my brain's not, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'll tell you it in a second. All right, go for it. Yeah, so I really had um, this lady, she was phenomenal. Her name was Monique McDonald and just her background was just so amazing. So she opened up and shared her personal experience and what led her up to singing at Carnegie Hall, the um, Kennedy Center in Washington and just 
chit-chatting with her for like 30 minutes. Coffee chat style was amazing, y'all. I was like, oh my God. And when I was reading her bio, because I try not to read bios beforehand because I like to be surprised. So when I was reading it, I was like, damn. <laughs> You know, I wish I wish I could say that I tried I tried to not read bios because I'm want to be surprised. I'm just not that organized. <laughs> I mean, in most situations, I invited the person on the show because I know what they do. But still, I you know, yeah, that's awesome though. That sounds like a great show. Um, that is a very very cool. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's always fun. Oh yeah, so was it yesterday? So my son has converted my bedroom into what he calls a bowling movie theater restaurant, um, where you can bowl, watch movies, and eat popcorn. Because to him, that's a restaurant. Um, and so we have he has his own personal popcorn popper, so he can make popcorn for everybody in the house if he wants. Um, which happens often and it ends up just being in our vacuum cleaner. So there's that. Um, but then he has, uh, we had picked up some extra, um, uh, bowling pins for his bowling alley. So we have tons of bowling pins now. And, uh, yeah, so, but he was, he's been all about moving his nine month year old sister, um, mm. around and we don't, I don't like that. Right. So, um, he, we were in the movie theater. I was on the bed. I heard him move the sister. I went, son, put the sister down. And he and I started to get up so I could pick up the crying girl. And he jumps, runs full speed into the wall. He gives his, I'm not even playing. It's hilarious uh, because it looks terrible. He has a black eye now because he ran right into the doorknob. <gasps> oh, wow. Um, And I'm just like. I sent this to my mom and I'm like, I promise you it was a doorknob. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's just, just a doorknob just right in his eyeball. It's like, come on, man. He has a little cut and everything. It's rough. Oh no. Um, but it was, uh, he was just afraid, like, I don't know why he's afraid of me. I'm definitely not scary. And so I'm the most, I'm the, uh, most non, uh, aggressive person in our household. Mom, if it was mom, that'd be a different situation. He'd probably get a spanking for throwing sister or something like that. But me, I'm like, I'm a big guy, so my spankings and those kind of things happen if they need to, but they don't because I'm a big guy. So um, what happened when your wife saw his black eye? Yeah, uh, I don't know why I'm echoing. I wish I knew. I definitely don't know. So, let's see here. Yeah. Let's see here. Is that better 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 i don't know why i'm echoing though i didn't i can't hear the echo on my end yeah i hear it on my end but i don't know why oh i know why technical difficulties y'all please no, stand by that's not it <laughs> i know kind of issued fill today Hey, it's th it's Thursday. Make sure you give yourself grace and mercy. You go. You gotta love technology. Sometimes it just does weird things. Yeah. Uh, you have your headphones in, right? I do. And you don't have anything playing in the speakers or anything? Mm -mm, no. Okay, just checking. Okay. Um, what can I do? 
Let's try this. Um, so tell me a fun story while I pretend to do something right now. So another fun story. Oh, was that your same uh, episode, your Black Excellence episode, uh, the lady you were talking to? Or is that a different episode? A different episode. Yeah, that episode looked really fun, too. Um, the episode you just did yesterday, day before. Uh, mo no, Monday, the radio Monday. show. Yes. Yeah, so I had um, Dr. Kiana K. Ralph and Cedric Scott Jr., and um, he has a master's in education. We did my radio show and the theme was black excellence. And it was my first time ever doing co-hosts on my radio show. So it was cool because they come from different walks of life. They were really repping um, Pittsburgh. <laughs> and I'm nice. like, hey, te Texas in the building, y'all. <laughs> and we just brought like really um, a really dynamic and powerful conversation with a lot of diversity um, versatility and etc where we were shedding light because the mission there is still to educate inspire and motivate and just have courageous conversations and talk about things that you wouldn't ordinarily get to talk about and the cool thing um, when i initially met them we met in the clubhouse streets so for those of you on the clubhouse app you'll know okay, what i'm yeah. talking about <laughs> I was like, what? You're like, yeah, I didn't understand. Uh, yeah, I didn't That's understand what they call them, the clubhouse streets, or you're like, I'm seeing you in the hallway. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah, it sounds good. I was like, when I was, uh, I was laughing, I was laughing because I'm like, what would, if I were to call in and be an encouragement, how, how would this white guy be effectively helpful towards black excellence? But then I realized easily, I'll tell you right now, easily, Anybody that's most of the people that have employed me as a musician were were um, amazing entrepreneurs that were uh, black. Like my friend Saulpaw, who's amazing. He tours the country. Um, you know, there's just I can think of, or even speech from Arrest Development. I can think of just amazing friends um, who uh, who have done amazing things, and people just wouldn't. Um, well, everybody knows his speeches, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah. it's just funny. It's like, oh yeah, I guess I could talk about all my amazing friends. And my wife is like, maybe not like every single friend I have. I'm like, yeah, I guess that person counts too, mom. Uh, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you should have called in. We had yeah. a lot of different people who were calling in from um, different backgrounds, different walks of life. Um, Ava Holly, she was representing. So that was my vanilla drop in the building. And uh, we just had that good conversation. That's and awesome. Then, yeah. Uh, all right. So normally we have a quiz here, but we don't have a quiz today. So um, I know I, I, uh, I, I can't, but you can come here. Come here. Okay. Is he going to bed? All right. Good night, buddy. I love you. I love you. Bye. Bye mom. Okay. That's, that's happening. Sorry guys. I'm just getting, you're getting all my daddy in up in this mix. Okay, so, uh, uh, all right, here we go. Um, we're going to play a game, and it's going to be called The Worst Questions You've Ever Asked. And um, pretty much, you're going to tell me a worst question, since we both do podcasts uh, and have done lots of things with people, uh, what's the most awkward question that you ask somebody? And then, me and you, then we'll both decide who had the better answer. Ooh. Okay? 
So we'll start with, we'll, do you want me to start or you want to start? Yeah, you could start because I can't think of an awkward question that I um, asked. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I just came up with this game, so I actually don't know. Um, oh, it, actually, as I tell you right now, um, uh, my wife made sure that uh, Dakisa Jaime's wife was in the list of awesome uh, black excellent people. She she's a she's a psychiatrist, right? I think yes, something like that. She's amazing, and so, anyways, Jaime's listening, so we can tell. Oh, her. we'll have to send him the link for Black Excellence, and yes. he can share it with his wife. She may appreciate that. Yeah, she's uh, she's awesome. So, um, all right. So, and then Jaime, if you want, you can chime in here too, if you like. But the most awkward question that you asked a guest on a show, um, this would have to be like last week <laughs> or two weeks ago. There was this amazing lady that I had on the show, and she was talking about um, how she got uh, the only reason she started her own. She's twenty years old and runs her own design firm. And she has, uh, she has, uh, like six employees. It's like pretty cool. And she works with all these big companies, but, uh, she explained that the reason why is because her mom, uh, because she refused to be a nurse, her mom kicked her out of the house. Um, and so she moved on. So at the end of the show, I asked her, I was like, so you and your mom are good now? And she goes, no, you're not. And I went, oh, like that's, that didn't work out the way I expected. Like I expected this awesome story about about change and no, no. And then she goes, yeah, my my mom, uh, no, that's bad. But me and my dad have a great relationship. And I was like, he sounds awesome. <laughs> but I was like, oh, come on, Jason. Why did you ask that question? I should have done it in the pre-show and I totally forgot. Um, but yeah, there there's there's my first answer to that. I asked somebody about their relationship with their mother uh, and found out that it was not good at all. Okay, so I guess that leaves me. So I had a quadriplegic um, on my show the other day, and he was telling me um, about his accident. So after he had, they were playing um, football, they didn't have any pads on or anything, so just kind of roughhousing. So whenever he said the guy came up, it was like after after the play was done, um, they were getting ready to leave. So then the guy comes up and like, I guess, like smacks him like that or whatnot and so he said he heard something pop and he thought it was his collarbone and then he realized that it was his neck and he had broke broken three vertebrae. so he tried to raise up raise up his neck um couldn't nothing else came up like his shoulders or, or anything so he tried like a total of three times or whatnot so then i asked him well did you ever um see the guy like afterwards uh, when that happened, like, what did he do, like, or whatnot? And he's like, well, fast forwarding, um, 20, I think he said 20 or 30, year, 30 years later, like, no, I never saw the guy again or whatnot. He may have came to the hospital, but I was like, your whole entire life changes. And he was talking about how um, he had went out to college and he was all about sports he thought he was invincible and etc and i felt like whenever i asked the question i didn't really know how it was going to be received but i was asking it from a standpoint to really educate myself and um inspire the audience because after all of this stuff has happened he has now went on to get a doctorate degree and now he's um, a doctor he's doing all these incredible things motivational speaking etc but i wanted to know what happened in that incident because the guy that tackled him oh and then he did say the guy said oh well does that does that um play still count the the touchdown or whatever and i was like he was that was what he was worried about after he just uh tackled you and you know your your neck broke or whatnot 
And I was like, that's kind of insensitive. So I wanted to get more because like, that would like literally make you mad, you know? Yeah. And so he shared that and just hindsight 2020, just hearing how he became a quadriplegic to all the things that he's doing now, it is inspiring and encouraging. And my only concern was that, oh, I hope he doesn't take this question the wrong way because I wanted to know, like, what did this guy do? What did he say? Like, are y'all talking? Because he changed your entire life. Yeah, and he answered it good. He didn't go, uh, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, (laughs) he Yeah, he did. He did have a good response. It took it took a while, but then I got what I what I wanted out of the response, and I felt like it was inspiring and motiva- uh, motivational. Yeah, um, Jaime has a good one. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, no one, uh, no one of our sh- on one of our shows. I said that wrong. Uh, we have he was from U- the UK. My co-host decided he was showing off. Um, because of his, his British accent, it was a cringe OMG. Uh, it was so embarrassing. Because, you know, he's he wasn't showing off. That's his, how he talks. That's uh, not awesome. Yeah, I could see how that could go bad. Um, that is not good. But, uh, yeah, well, since you're the, uh, you're the guest, you win. Good job. <laughs> hey, I think I think yours was, was a little bit better because whenever you, you're like, so... Are you good with your mom now? And she's like, no. Yeah, no. I was. I, I waited to ask like an like. So are y'all are y'all fine now? And she's like, we are not fine. <laughs> and I was like, and she looked really mad. And I was like, oh no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, I understand. Uh, you know, yeah. but it was yeah. That was that was not good. All right. So you give me a point. I give you a point. Uh, hey guys, uh, in the comments, who wants who wants the most awkward uh, uh, question answered? Is it? Uh, Genesis, is it me or is it even Jaime from the uh, the the British uh, part? So uh, you'll get a few moments to figure it out. But uh, I had no idea Jaime had a podcast, though. Oh, Jaime has lots of podcasts. So he actually does live. Sorry, he does not do podcasts. Before he rebukes me, he does uh, he does uh, web shows, and so he does a show called the Social Undistancing Show, um, and then they he produces a bunch of other shows so um so yes there's lots of cool stuff that Jaime does uh it's pretty cool he's an awesome guy too and uh but yeah he does live shows so like these kind of shows oh okay Uh, uh, but yeah so um that is very cool uh let's see is there anything else that I can uh do that was supposed to be funny it's not being funny but I'm trying um it sounds like uh you're you're having a good conversation there in the in the background you can so, hear my background yeah or oh seriously my, it's is it my background let me check well no you sorry you you had mentioned to me that there was a chance that they were gonna get they were gonna talk loud because they were good friends i understand this is oh my yeah wife, that's why my husband's over my there wife would have to be in the backyard if one of my best friends comes in because we're just that loud like we just don't even try it's like yeah well that that was another one today my son just decided everything was going to be yelling so he was just yelling everything it was like dude please turn down the volume uh just a just a a little oh yeah and then he was like i was like hey i'm going to uh i'm going to sushi hana okay you know what sushi hana sounds like right my son is like no sushi hana is a barbecue restaurant 
I have nothing. It doesn't. I went in. It doesn't look like a barbecue restaurant. And he is four, so I mean, I guess four-year-olds make whatever decisions they want. But uh, he does love himself some dumplings, so he was very happy. But uh, anyways, enough on that. So we are going to talk. So I, when I asked you about what's something we could do for a better year, um, you just told me about um, uh, mindset mindset hacks and all kinds of fun stuff, tapping into your potential, uh, finding out your purpose. And I said, hey, you know what? That would be a fun thing to talk about. So why is it? And so then I changed it to hack your mindset because that sounded cool in my head. Um, and so why is hacking your mindset something that could make your year better? Because if you don't get a hold of your thoughts, then your thoughts are going to get a hold of you. Mm. So you have to change your perspective. You have to get a new focal point and a new vantage point in order to see the results that you want. Because if you are living in fear, if you're living in doubt, if you're li living in limiting beliefs and et cetera, you're not going to achieve, number one, your highest potential. You're not going to fulfill your dreams, goals, and visions because you're allowing negative Nancy to wreak havoc in your mind. And then you are constantly causing yourself to retreat instead of, to, instead of pulling up and progressing because you cannot take those thoughts that you have circling around in your mind that is not conducive to your overall well-being yeah i think I, one thing i when i think about like me with mindset stuff i'm like i'm so um my brain is full of all kinds of things like chasing children and things like that and so i think that trying to get my when i saw this i thought in my head i need to grab every single part of this to get myself into that because you're right your negative thinking can really get you down and destroy you um my friend just uh just a few days ago was told the story about how his whole life was changed when he started doing a he wrote a letter to himself and he read it every single day the same letter about how he's an amazing husband um, because he has bipolar disorder. And so he just wanted to remind himself on who he was. And he reads this letter to himself every single day to remind him of what he is and who he is and what he wants to be. And I was like, man, I really need to get myself in that place where I'm um, really considering it. Uh, have you have you considered writing a book on this? Is this is that, is that consideration or is that something you've already done? I don't know. So I have not considered writing a book on it yet. I do teach um, and coach my clients who are interested in learning how to overcome uh, mindset issues and et cetera. And the reason why I came to that level is because I went through depression at a young age from being a victim of bullying, then facing systemic racism in corporate America. That's another thing I had to overcome. Then dealing with a grief journey, you know, grief is a way that it takes you back. And if you don't take a hold of grief, grief could take you back. So I had to get my life back um, with the passing of my dad. Then um, recently my grandmother passed. So they passed nine months, five days apart from each other. So it hasn't even been a year since my dad passed. And now my dad, my dad's mother, which is my grandmother passed. So that, and just going through, you know, life because life can be a hell of a ride and it's definitely a roller coaster. You're going to have highs and lows. So I said, what does Genesis need to do to get over these things? And I found it. A lot of my friends were coming to me for advice and et cetera. And I was just giving away, um, 
free stuff. And I said, you know what, I'm going to just start coaching, coaching clients because, you know, this is one of my purposes. This is what people gravitate to. So to answer your question, no, I have not considered a book. I I'm working on a book collaboration right now, but it's not on mindset. But what one thing that I do do is affirmations. And okay. so reciting my affirmations on a daily basis, and I like to do it in the mirror because I'm able to say it to myself and look myself in the eye and feel that energy and that vibration and etc. I also journal. Journaling is so powerful. Right. And I recently found out another way to journal based on having someone on my podcast who talked about journaling forward. So he was telling me how he was journaling and I was telling him a bit about my journaling. And they're re it's really um, powerful because whenever you write write things down, it's like you're writing your visions down and you're making it plain. And whenever things start to manifest, you could go back and look at what you wrote down and see like, oh my gosh, I said that I wanted a black Lexus with black interior, black rims, some um, blue neon lights. And then next thing you know, you're driving and you're like, wow, I wrote this down on november 15 2020 and it's manifested i'm driving my car and that's just an example y'all <laughs> yeah as you as you just got out of your mercedes a few seconds ago um to come to the show so yeah um, i don't have a mercedes but <laughs> okay. well your coaching would be going very well if, if, that, if that was i said my uh, one of my oh, best... it is going well. It is, yes. going, but I'm I'm not. You're responsible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. I'm always gonna have a hoopty. If you give me, uh, you know, one billion dollars, I'm not getting a new car. <laughs> it's, just, it's just not a thing. I don't like. I don't like spending money on things. Like I don't like spending money on things. So it's like I get so worried. I just need stuff to save. Like I'm just like, yeah. yeah I don't like spending money. Uh, I have so many stories. Of just like making good moral decisions in my life just because I didn't want to spend the money to make a bad decision. <laughs> it was just hey, <laughs> no, no card note is better than a card note because when some of my friends told me what they're paying for their card notes, I cannot believe it. I said, what? You pay yeah. that for that? And not, not like knocking it, but I was like, oh, it feels so good not to have a card note. Like it feels so good not to have. Yeah. I don't think we asked this question last time about the show, but what got you into actual coaching? Um, what actually got you into that? Uh, just wanting to just help people and just take over, like take over from feeling in the slums, take over from feeling like, oh, I would be forced to go back to corporate America. So I said, okay, what gifts and talents are, are in my wheelhouse and what do people come to me for and how can I monetize that to effectively help people? So I was like, I've done so much, so much stuff for free already. So now I'm going from the free to fee method. And that's how I kind of fell into coaching. I think it was always in me, but I was just never charging for it. And I'm like, hey, you know, I still need a roof over my head, food on the table and still have to provide for my family. And I feel like sometimes when you give coaching advice and et cetera to people, when it's free, they take the advice, but they don't really work hard at it unless yeah. they were were to pay for it. So it's like, for example, if you think about um, a trainer, like if you have a trainer and you're paying this trainer on a, on a monthly basis, you're going to get up and take your high knee to the gym because you're spending money on this trainer and you want to see the results. But if you have somebody that's training you for free, you're like, oh, who cares if I miss a class here and there because you're not paying for it. Yep. 
No, I totally agree with you. I think um, that's the interesting part is like uh, I've just decided to do the same thing um, going from free to fee when it comes to friends. So, you know, instead of just. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I just decided at this point, if somebody wants to hang out, I charge them. And so that's just just. just you know, delivery fee, hang out with them, drive over to their house. Fee. Not in that context. <laughs> no, I'm talking about in a business context where you're taking, you're taking I know, I'm away. Being silly. Yeah, I know, because I'm like, wait, don't put that out there, because I don't want people to think that's what. No, we're no, doing. that's that's my life. <laughs> I've decided to do that. Um, no. I, I used to always laugh because I used to I've helped lots of people in my life and there have been many a times where I had no money because I've been a rapper my whole life and not successful. I mean successful but not successful enough to pay my rent. Um and so uh so my friends will always buy me lunch and I used to always make jokes. I'm like, I guess you're really just paying me to hang out with you right now and I appreciate it because your boy needs to eat. Um and so I I but I agree. I think uh, one of my best friends, he just, he, he has a very successful coaching business and he's been mentoring people for years for free. And then he just decided, Hey, you know what? I can use all these methods that I already know and be able to expand. And he's, he signs these big contracts, helping, um, uh, Latin attorneys and as their success coach, which is insane, right? Like they've spent all these years in college and this guy, he graduated college, but it's like, but because he knows the information that he knows, he can be the kind of guy that helps these people. And it's an amazing thing to watch, but it's, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm glad that you decided to move towards that because it's like, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's what I always tell my wife. I'm like, honey, if you want me to lose weight, then I need to pay somebody to help me because I, you know how frugal I am. I'm like, if I spent money on it, then I have to do it. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to uh, lose that, but it's like, I just need to be motivated in that way. But yeah, no, I think that's cool. But yeah, but then you should think about it this way. Like, you know, you should do it for your wife, but then do it for your kids because your kids are a reflection of you and you're building that, you're building that legacy and stuff. So you could always think about it this way. Like what type of activities do my kids want to do that I could do with my kids that is going to help me lose weight, but also get the physical exercise in and something fun to do with my kids. So if your son likes skateboarding, you can skateboard with him, like get him the kid skateboard and you get the adult skateboard or rollerblades or um, football or different stuff. And that's a way for that you're getting your physical exercise in and you're burning those calories, you're increasing your heart rate and et cetera. And then your son's having fun too. Yeah, th those are great, great things without knowing my family history on that. Um, every time I am on anything that's unsteady, I will break a bone and my son is just like me. So being skateboards, we're both going down. It's not even going to make it through um, football. You know, I uh, barely ha can walk because of years of football. I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, uh, but yeah, those are definitely activities, that, but I'll tell you right now, it's easy because you're totally right. Um, my son loves cuckoo kangaroo. They are a kid's rap band and they do dumb songs like everybody poops and uh, everybody loves all i want is pizza and every single one i'm not even playing and they're big on youtube they're every single one of their songs has a full dance routine to it a full workout and for a while there we i woke up every single morning and did 30 minutes of cuckoo kangaroo dance dancing 
um, and your boy needs, my daughter loved watching it and I need to get myself back into that because he'll do it. My son and my son, once, once he realizes he's helping me, he is, he is, um, focused. He's like, no daddy, you stand up, daddy, no sit down. You need to go daddy. And I'm like, well, bro, you're four. I can throw you through the window. I'm not going to, but I could. Um, and my son would love that. He would, as long as the window's open. He would love to be thrown through the window into like a pool or something. Um, he would, that would be all my, actually, my daughter would probably think that's pretty cool too. Um, they're both, uh, interesting people, uh, in that they, yeah, they like to flip. They like to do anything that they can. It's just very funny. Do y'all have a trampoline? We, all right. So no, we don't have a trampoline. Um, because our yard, we have about our backyard is about a hundred feet by 50 feet. Can you register that? It's, yeah, it's, kinda. It's, it's 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 a slab of grass. So we we're in an apartment. So no no trampoline for us. Uh, uh, that's all. Okay, I'm sad. Okay. No no worries no worries. <laughs> oh, my son's not here. If I start doing that, my son will walk in and be like, "Daddy, Daddy, are you? Okay? It's okay, Daddy. I love you." Because you know there were times when I first was raising my child. Uh, where when, you know, I had just lost my job. Now I'm a stay at home dad. And there were definitely days where I would just start crying because <laughs> I'm just like, am I, any, am I successful as a person? Like now it I'm was stuck. your mindset that was yeah. telling you that. And my, my awesome son would come up and go, daddy, I love you. Are you okay? And this is a two year, uh, one year old at the time. And I'm just like, I need that. But yeah, you're right. Uh, your mindset is the thing that keeps you. What, what are some, um, what are some of these wonderful mindset hacks? I'm sorry. I totally got off topic and went to other things, but um, no worries. Okay. So I revamped them. So I'm going to read you the top 10 that we're focusing on right now. Let's do it. Are you ready? I am not ready, but I'm trying. Okay. So one thing that people will tell themselves is I'm not good enough. Yep. Been there. Or, and then what about if you flip it, if you flip it Sorry, around. My, my now plan is to answer every single question. I should stop this now, but all right, keep going. <laughs> no, but that is the way that you are going to give, uh, get over it. Whenever you look yourself in the mirror and you talk to yourself and you remove the denial and you say, oh, wow, I actually say that, or I do that because yeah. then you're coming into a realization with those negative Nancy thoughts and we're trying to kick negative Nancy to the curve and yep. we're trying to get into positive patty so you could say i am good enough and you build upon you build upon combating that mindset hack of i'm not good enough number two fear what if i fail because how many times do people want to do something but then you're thinking oh what about if i fail what about if i don't do it um if something goes wrong and et cetera. So all the reasons why you can't do it is playing in your mind and it's causing you to retreat further and further versus you progressing and just saying, you know what, let me just pull the plug and do it. So, and then these are brief and I go into further details whenever I do this on via one-on-one coaching. So yeah. three money, because how many times do people say, Oh, I don't have enough money or, Oh man, I, I could, but you know, the way my checking and savings is set up, I can't really, and you know, you heard that joke before. 
And then they're like, oh, I just don't have the resources. When if you look at it, you just have the resources to go to Mexico. You just have the resources to get your nails done. You just have the resources to go get a Starbucks coffee. And we all know Starbucks is not cheap. So if you stop spending money in the wrong places and you invest it in yourself, you will have the resources. And I love going to, going to Starbucks, but you know what? I don't go there unless, <laughs> unless I get a gift card now. I don't go there because I was like, I'm not going to be spending money in Starbucks every, every day because I could be adding that money to a savings account. Or I could diversify putting my money somewhere else where that money will work for me. Oh, wow. That makes sense. That's very cool. And well, I realized you say that uh you say that and then i laugh because my son reminds me that i say that all the time i'm like he'll go we'll go to something he'll be like oh daddy i want to go to the movies oh sorry we can't go to the movies it's too expensive we have zero dollars and i'm just like i obviously say that way too much that it's a part of his vocabulary <laughs> so yeah you have to get out of saying that because think about it you can't go to movies just go during matinee because the tickets are five dollars or just go whenever the tickets are dirt cheap or you know what you could tell people hey you know i can't take any monetary payment for this but you could pay me in gift cards i accept starbucks gift cards i accept movie gift cards or whatnot and then that way whenever you do want to do something you'll be like oh let me pull out this gift card that i got let me use this that's cool uh yeah th that makes more sense to our previous conversation before the show started while you were picking a gift card <laughs> <laughs> now I understand. <laughs> no, no, it's almost like does she just have like a just tons of gift cards just sitting in her office? Yes, she does. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because sometimes when I do um, activities, if someone can't actually pay for it, depending on what activity I do, I was like, yeah. oh, I have a. You could support me by buying me coffee or tea. You could send me a gift card or et cetera, because I want to meet people where they're at. But if you have the means to pay for my coaching services and you actually want to overcome your mindset hacks and you want to be in the area that you want to be, not where the world wants you to be, then I'm your gal. But you have to put in the work in order to see the results. I could tell you this all day and long till I'm black and blue. And, you know, it's going to take me a while to get black and blue because I'm a chocolate drop and melanated. But you you get the point. I do get the point. So then four. Support oh, I'm, getting, well, I'm getting rebuked real quick behind me. Uh, that is so unhealthy for the kids, bro. They start thinking about things too and uh they can stress about those that's fair uh, and again i'm i find myself rebuked on it because like i'm saying it to try to be um to try to explain to him why we can't do something but they explain that we'll go in a few days but when i hear him say it then i go man i really don't want to feel the same way i did as a kid when my mom would tell me that we couldn't afford something or we couldn't do that and i don't want them to think that everything in the world can be happening like there was like a video uh, like something on youtube where uh somebody wanted to go to disney world but they couldn't afford it because it was too expensive and so he would just come to me and say we can't go to disney world it's too expensive dad and i'm like that's a true statement but uh i, I want to go to disney world let's <laughs> so anyways all right what's our next one and thank you jaime for chiming that in because that's also another way like whenever you shift telling your kids that and you see how your kid changes their outlook and their vocabulary and perspective, you're also breaking those generational curses because you said that your mom told you, hey, we can't do this because we don't have the money. But then now you're walking in the same footprints of your mom by telling your son, we can't do this because we don't have money. So you see how it starts to pa be passed down generational. So yeah. that's also another thing that you need to cut off at the root so it does not get replicated with your kids and their children. 
Yeah, it totally makes sense. And I said, I've always been a bootstrap kind of guy anyways. Like, that's just kind of, I've never, all my successful things is because I didn't think about stuff like that, right? Like, I was just like, I'm going to just do this thing. I don't care if I can't afford to do it. I just did it. And, and you know, I released albums because I just made it happen. And so, if, but it's funny. It's like, you're right. I, I said that uh, that has been rebuking me lately. And so both of y'all are on point. Your dude needs to remember what he used to do. So, all right, what's our next move? So four, support system. It may not always be family and friends because how many times do we start a new project and we want our family family and friends to jump on board, but our family and friends aren't our target audience. They're gonna buy from us once to support us, but then they're not gonna buy again. And whenever you're doing something, they may want it for free, okay? How many times, so my book right here, Chocolate Drop in Corporate America. So when this book came out, some of my family members, they wanted it for free. And I'm like, no, you're going to pay for it. Like, you're not going to get it for free. Like, I didn't I didn't get the book for free. I had to pay, you know, pay an author's price to get a bulk, a bulk of them. Sorry. So that's, um, that's four. So you have to earn your support system. Know who your tribe is. And are you effectively tapping in with your tribe? Five, knowledge. Are you the SME? subject matter export expert or do you need to spend more time learning because if you're not learning you're not growing so you could say oh hey i'm i'm doing this that and etc but if you're not working on perfecting your craft and building yourself up so you can be that sme where people know okay scouta does this so i know i'm gonna go to him for music beats and whatever because he's a subject matter expert in his field and when it comes to these area he got me you know yeah that totally makes sense and i sometimes you forget that when you're in the you're in the place you forget that you are a subject matter you know what i'm saying like there yeah. are things that we forget that we even know how to do well. Um, and so, uh, yeah, there've been times where I'm like, well, you know, you actually can do full catering and done that a many a time. You could give some advice on how to be successful in that um, because you've already done it. But it's like, you know, that was ages ago, but I still knew how to do it. You know what I mean? And uh, it's interesting. Chase uh, had something to say here. Uh, he was, uh, I assume number three is him so oh it looks like a heart like so if you look is at it, it oh. yeah it's like a sideways oh, heart <laughs> oh. i thought he was saying like number three is his issue unless uh, he says less than three so it could be less than three it could be a heart however you and that that goes with mindset so what is your focal point and are you seeing it from chase's vantage point or are you seeing it from your vantage point? Because me looking at it, I've used that before. And from my vantage point, it looks like a heart because I've used that as a, you know, a text heart before emojis became popping. But to that. him, it's like, this is like a less than sign. Well, flip it around. Cause like, you know, the L and then a three. So it could be less than three or. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Chase, please pop in and explain to us what's happening there. Um, so, okay. So what six, do we got next? We're on six. My career is stagnant. 
how many times have you felt like your career was stagnant and it wasn't going anywhere? But ask yourself, was your career stagnant because you made it that way? Because you didn't you didn't step outside of your comfort zone. You didn't challenge yourself and you didn't do what you needed to do to show your employer that, hey, I could take on more. I could get my base job done, but I could do stretch activities and et cetera. Because whenever a new um, position is coming up, if they don't see you really um, having that tenacity and that drive, do you think they're going to tap you and say, hey, Genesis, I have this amazing job over here. It pays 30K more. Do you want it? No, they want to see what what type of work ethics does Genesis have? What type of drive does she have? Is she willing to step out of her comfort zone and take on more responsibilities and et cetera? And think about this way, leaders, what do leaders do? Le think about that. Yeah, I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> Your answer. <laughs> um, leaders inspire other people to get the job done. What is like their personality trait and characteristics? Uh, well, I think they switch all around, but I think some are caring of people. Some want to be are successful, like uh, go getters. So they want to make things happen. Um, yeah. Those are my two answers. So if they're go-getters, they're not sitting back waiting for somebody to bless them with the opportunity. They're yeah. creating the opportunity. So if they don't see a seat at the table for them, they're diverting to create their own table and pull up their own seat. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that that's sense. a mindset hack. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I, I've totally been in that place. I'm still in that place all the time. Like, I'll be like, well, I didn't, I wasn't successful at this thing because I didn't do anything or i sat on it or i did the thing uh, but it's like oh i tried so many years ago and you could always ask you you could always say that one time i did i did try then i failed so why should i try ever again and um that definitely i could see how um getting out of that loop would be an effective way to be successful but it's progression over perfection. Yes, you may try something and you may fail, but ask yourself, did you put your all in when you were trying that thing? Or did you try it for a minute and you just try to, you know, look at it at a surface level, but you didn't really go deep diving to ensure that you were being, you were strengthening yourself. You were redefining your skills. Yeah, that makes sense. So seven, negativity. Where is the negative will and emotions coming from? So this step is when you do the internal work and you really ask yourself, why do I have these negative thoughts? Is it what my parents poured into me? Is it what society poured into me? Is it from toxic relationships that I've had in the past? Is it from in, um, insecurities that I faced, whether they were from an employer that told me that I was never gonna be anything whether it was from negative people that came into my life for a season that planted that seed, you have to ask yourself, where do those negative emotions and will take root? And how can I overcome that? So that's a mindset hack. And these are very high level because I can't give all the way, all my juiciness away. Yeah, cause please don't, please don't. I don't that's why I do one-on-one -on -one coaching because it's personal to each, each one. So eight, who am I? If you don't know who you are, you're going to fall victim to what everybody else tells you or what the world says about you. So you have to be secure in yourself and know who is Scouta. So if I were to ask you that, who are you? Uh, and, and, you know, I've been rebuked for this first all the time because I always answer the wrong answer because I always bring up that I'm a stay-at-home dad 
and my friends who like are like you're trying to be successful things don't bring that up because you're more than that um and you you put yourself in a box that you're you're more than that it's not like you're just sitting around like you can be creative but i'm a i'm a creative individual that has uh, been a rapper my whole life and i've um done a lot of really cool things and i've helped a lot of people build their own businesses and help people and i'm a loving dad and a pretty cool dude um and i can freestyle about anything so this is what you say i'm a rapper business a successful entrepreneur or you could say i'm a rapper Bis business enthusiast husband and dad you need to like put your power statements put those first and then the rest at the end not taking emphasis away from you being a dad or you being a husband because that's very important to you and that's part of who you are but in order you have to learn how to sell yourself effectively so when someone asks you that get your eleva elevator pitch ready and say this say this thing and make it Make it so impactful that it convinces them before it convinces you. But then also be real and genuine with yourself because you aren't just a stay-at-home dad. You aren't just a husband. So you have to get yourself outside of that box and remove all of those bondages, remove those strongholds, and remove anything that is causing you to feel like, oh, man, I'm just this, I'm just that. When in actuality, you're multifaceted, you're versatile, and you have a lot of things that are going on. So start... Start believing it and walk it like you talk it. Yeah. So yeah, no, now, I, no, go ahead. Like, I, well, I laugh because in March I did this, uh, I did um, South by Southwest and they talked about, uh, the, I got to go to these really cool um, uh, meetings where you got to hang out with all these, like pretty much I got this one where I got to hang out with some major independent producers of films. And uh, there I am in this thing and you have to do your pitch and I have no idea what I'm doing because this is not my thing. But So I do my pitch and it sounds just trashy. And the lady rebukes me. She's like, yeah, dude, you need to have your stuff better. And so luckily we had to do the pitch like three more times. And so I got it down after the second, second, third time. But I was like, man, I just really, yeah, it's uh makes sense. Put yourself in a place where you can be successful. And you start practicing that. And so once you know who you are fully, then you get connected with the right people. And when you're connected to the right people, they are a reflection of you and vice versa. So have you heard the saying, tell me who your friends are and I'll show you who you are? Um, yes, I've heard that before. That is so true because if you're the smartest one in your tribe, it's time to elevate. If you're the only one in your tribe that is making boss moves, it's time to elevate. Millionaires hang out with millionaires. Billionaires hang out with billionaires. Sometimes they hang out with other people. But when you're trying to reach to higher levels, you need to go with people who has not only been where you are, but are doing the damn thing. Okay. I'm going to go cry real quick. Just give me a second. Um, after the show, I'm just going to go cry for an hour. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just silly. It's, no, and um, I didn't realize that until I started hanging out with like some powerhouses and they told me that and I, was, I had to wake up and, you know, smell the coffee, smell the roses. And I was like, that is so powerful. Like, like if you pay attention, like those certain people, 
they don't have time for nonsense because they're trying to tap in to stocks, bonds. They're trying to buy real estate. They're trying to invest. They're trying to make their money work for them. And it's not always about money because if you were to pass tomorrow, you can't take all this materialistic things and put it in the coffin. But we realize that we do need money to survive and for us to live the life that we want to live and provide for our family and et cetera. So oh, yeah. let's keep going. Nine, where do I start? Okay. And then 10, not enough time. <laughs> You're like, I don't need to explain that. Yeah. Just, just start. Uh, and then 10, not enough time. Oh, yeah. No, uh, again, another one that um, I'll, I'll say to my son, uh, give me a second. He goes, no seconds. No seconds. You do now. You play a game now. And I'm like, you're right. I'm sorry. Here we go. Play the game. Oh, let's, uh, here's a comment from Jaime, which is pretty good. Um, y'all, when it comes to career, you have to advocate for yourself. Uh, you aren't going anywhere. If you don't tell them, don't think that you're just going to give it to you for reals. Yeah. And uh, sorry, my camera's in the way. So is that Jaime? Yeah. Oh, okay. His name came up different. Yeah, that's so true. I advocated for myself in 2020. I spoke up in the vice president's meeting and one week later, I got a bump in my CL from a 15 to a 22 and a $20,000 pay increase. Yeah. Well, no, so. that was one of my favorite stories from last time, last show <laughs> yeah. was you talking about that. It was like, no, you just said something and it was like, here you go. Here's some money. And you're like, thank you. I deserve this. And honestly, you deserved it because you were doing the job for years. But uh, it's a uh, it's crazy how our world works. And um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So I did. A, well, let me let me chime in really quick. So yeah, I did like a thing. solo a solo episode on my podcast and I called it put some respect on my check because you have so many people out here who are doing incredible things, but people they want to respect you well why don't you respect me enough to pay me what i deserve and then you have to ask yourself how much longer am i going to keep making them money but then not seeing the fruits of my labor so then you have to make a decision okay well if you don't want to pay me the money over here i could go over here where someone else knows knows um knows what i bring to the table they value me enough and they're going to give me x amount of money so sometimes i feel like um being a millennial like a lot of my friends like Staying at a company for five years is a career. Like they stay there five years and they move on. And so there's like a running joke that says, where the money resides, where the money resides. And whenever I was telling him, oh, I'm, I've been at this company for seven and a half years, this Fortune 500 oil and gas. They're like, no, you should have, you did your five years, you're vested. Now it's time for you to dip. But then I was thinking about longevity, um, pension, because it was, the oil and gas company I was working with was the only one that had a pension on top of a 401k and all of those things. But I said, you know what? My overall quality of life, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, if I don't feel happy here, then it, I'm not going to thrive because I already have resentment inside of me. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to say that. <laughs> no, no. D yes, please. Um, and if you'd like to know more, make sure you pick up her book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chocolate shop in corporate america uh available anywhere you look for books right pretty much amazon everywhere yes else. and go to our website order it from her it's better I'm um, my website in the chat yeah do order the chat yeah yeah you want a book just tell me i'll <laughs> i'll make it happen captain um that is very cool and i said i tried my hardest to uh uh 
uh, hit those points on me. It's like, uh, if I'm going to have somebody talk about mindsets, I should really help my own mindset and uh, really put myself in a, a successful place. So, uh, and Trey isn't here to stop me. So, uh, yeah, but no, I appreciate it. I think that um, that's an amazing uh, way to do it. And I said, um, one of my good friends, uh, the same person I've been talking about the whole time, uh, he, for a while there, what he did is he actually made his own book. Here it is. Uh, Strong Life Catching the Magazine. Um, but what it is, it's a bunch of lists of things that he believed in. Um, let's see. There, there we go. Uh, so it's like uh, ABCs of Greatness of Giving. And it's just ABCs of it's all these really cool posters. But it's just something that he put together for himself. And he sold this magazine. But it was it's pretty cool. I said I randomly have the magazine in my stuff. So That is amazing. Uh, Hold up the magazine again in case somebody wants to get a copy. Well, yes, if you need a copy of Strong Life Coach the magazine, please hit me up in the comments or go to flowsforyou.com and check out all of our stuff and then send me a thing and say, "Hey, I want one of those books. I know the guy, so he can uh gladly sell one to you." Um he has a few books out. He just released his second book. Um but uh, his plan is to write seven books, um, so oh, more. So, but he's he's at two. So in two years, or yes. Anyways, um, but yeah. So there you go. That is very cool. Um, thank you so much for sharing that stuff with me, uh, with us, with us, not just me, uh, <laughs> with the with the people in the in the internets. Um, is there anything else that you want to focus on or just talk about real quick? Uh, tell people about what you're doing or um, your coaching or whatever you want to talk about. At this so point. I'm actually going to have a masterclass on <laughs> rising above limitations and breaking barriers on October 4th. And it is on my Facebook profile. Um, that class is a paid course. So it's only $60, which is very cheap to get used you know, the meat and potatoes. So you could get started on your journey. So if you want to learn more on how to rise above limitations, break down those barriers, because we all have some type of barrier that has limit us, then tap in with me. You could also go to my Hello LLC briefcase. So it has all of the info that I am working on right now. So the podcast shows that I do for myself, the podcast shows that I do for the CEOs who hire me to host their shows. Um, I have a lot of things that are going on and I'm just so grateful and thankful um, to God that he has, you know, blessed me to just really ignite in my voice. So I tell people, had it not been for corporate America and the BS that I went through, I wouldn't be where I am today because it really strengthened me to really be bold and unapologetic because there's so many people who are building other people's dreams, visions, empires that they forget to tap into who they are and build their own empire to leave that legacy. So the one question I want to ask you all is, what do you want people to say about you when you leave the earth? And think about it that way and then reverse engineer it so you can make sure that you are planting the right seeds now so they could take root and you could reap that abundant harvest. You may not necessarily see that harvest, but if you have children, that harvest is going to be passed down to your children. That children, your, Those children of yours are going to see the, leg the legacy that you created and they're going to know the foundation that you built. And then they're going to be able to pass that on. 
on. So think about those that are coming besides and behind us and let that be your motivation to strive for excellence and to combat systemic racism, combat social injustice and remind yourself that your voice, there is power in your voice. There is power in your storytelling and you are enough, but you have to see yourself for you and really change your lens. Because if I take off my glasses, I know that Scout is there, but I can't see him clearly because my lenses that help me see effectively are off. So whenever I put on my lenses that are there to help me, then I have more clarity and vision to make out Scouta's um, facial features and recognize him more. So ask yourself, what type of lenses are you looking out? Whether you wear glasses or you're using them with your perfect 2020 vision. So if your vision is skewed, then your overall perspective is gonna be skewed. Your mindset is gonna be skewed. So think about it that way. Yeah, that's amazing. As you were even saying that, it reminded me of something I've been considering this week in that uh, the big news uh, has been, well, in my world, the big news has been um, that uh, Marvel is suing all the people that created um, all the different things so they can keep their copyrights for Iron Man or all the different Marvel characters. Um, and, and what happened is the families uh, put in a countersuit to get it uh, get the rights. Well, they're like, but they were working for us at the time. And so there's, there's nothing that, um, there's nothing, it's our stuff because they were working for us at the time. But it's like, you know, you, it's crazy to think about these amazing things were made for a company. And while this person in theory could have somebody like Todd McFarlane, where he, he was working for Marvel and then went out and did his own thing. And uh, uh, you could do it, but it's a, it's very hard uh, to believe in yourself at that point. Um, but it's like you, what legacy you're leaving um, for others. And so uh, they're not going to lose those characters, Jaime. Uh, they, there's no way, there's no way that they'll win that suit. All they're going to, the only reason they did the suit like that was so they can, um, so the parent, the families would be able to settle, but the rights they would get would actually only be writer's credit rights. And that's like $5,000 for a movie. So uh, there's nothing that they, the, the people can really do, but that's what they're fighting for. Is that, is that right? So, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, normally I put it up there. I don't know. Uh, he's, it, he is a, you say that, but watch it happen. It's not going to happen. So, uh, they'll I, anyways, if the family owned the rights to our Iron Man, they're definitely not gonna be able to produce a movie. <laughs> so it's like, it's, they, they just won't do it. So anyways, I go off on my own tangents. Um, but yeah, no, I really appreciate you spending your time talking about that. And hey, do you have that list digitally? Can you send that list to me? I don't have it. Okay, don't, uh, don't worry about it. Digital. No, no, I was going to say right now so I can add it into make sure I have the top 10 in the wrap. So, but uh, don't Oh, worry I could just recite them for you really quick. Just okay, briefly. I'm not going to remember, but try. Go. Okay, so one, I am not good enough. Two, fear. What if I fail? Three, money, not having the resources. Four, support system. Five, knowledge. Six, my career is stagnant. Seven, negativity. Eight, who am I? Nine, where do I start? And 10, not enough time. 
I just condensed it without the extra additage. No, no, you're fine. All right, so I'm going to make up a wrap using all these things that we talked about and uh, how I feel about everything that happened. Um, and is there anything else you'd like me to make sure I add? I just want you to make those boss moves, Scouta, and see yourself as a masterpiece because you were created for greatness and it's time for you to ball out with your purpose. Yes. And then you could do my pop, prepared on purpose. Oh, that's going to happen. You just made your chorus happen. So uh, here we go. We're going to put this bad boy up. Oh, let me close that. And I need to get all my things together here. The joys of being the only producer on your show. There it is. And here we go. Can you hear that? I, I can. You got a pop. Put it together with prepared. Only if I'm standing, cause I never know where I'm gonna be if I know what I'm doing on purpose. Looking for the people, cause they still can't even work it. Understand, life is amazing. I got a plan. Only if I can't get it back, and now I overcome. Now I overcome bass drums, melodies. Did you understand what I gotta ever see? It's only light for the time, but now we go. I wasn't talking about this life, and now I know. I'm talking about my son and how things are too expensive. Realize that I'm holding them down. I don't wanna be that dude feeling the sound i don't want to get it back and run it around i don't want him to think that his dad can't succeed only if i can't be the one that i believe in and if i'm running because people they always see it looking for the light time the dream seeking i am looking for the light time i got my beat because my flow is something else fine i know sometimes we say that we are not enough good enough if we can't break it's only tough but you gotta change it around and be positive get rid of the negative and come back through and now see number two what that feel what if I fail and I could never stand near? I've been that dude thinking that I'll never succeed. And if I do, people will drag me down and cancel me. That's okay, only if I can't pray. And we talk about money, already said that. Hey, my son, he's always like, Dad, you know, that it's too expensive us to do this. Oh, and I'm like, oh, bro, I'm so sorry, yo. I'm gonna cry in the closet now, like, go. Oh, and only if I can't see my support system, I'm calling my homies and thinking, do you wanna listen? Yes, you're not a billionaire, millionaire, but there. You're more like a tin in your air And I'm like, where? Where we going if we fear it up? Now I know sometimes we can't give it up But we're stagnant in your career Like it's not the same Like you never succeed and never lose your brain And understand that it's you on the step You're the one that has to speak out and make a rap Get a downtime like the right fine dime And negativity, man, that stuff's on my mind Start doing your affirmations and go Or write a paragraph about how amazing you are, yo Don't be afraid Say who I am Who am I, if I break with this plan, you're successful. A lover, a real love city. And if I can't break it, cause I gotta succeed. And then we say, where do I start? Well, it's right now. Don't stop making yourself excuses right now. And get it up, stand up, and fill it right through. Then you're looking back at the things you keep it through. I do not have enough time. Yes, you do. I didn't have enough money to be a rapper, dude, but I made it happen. And only if I never seen, recorded a whole album, and I'm waiting for me in two weeks. And I sold that junk. I never rearranged. Then I kept on doing it. Over and over and over again And yeah, not a million people heard it over anything But that's okay, cause I ain't even working Again, it says pop Prepared on purpose Only if I can't break down Now I'm working I thank you I know I'm a masterpiece Only if I can't break it down Like Master P Oh no I guess I'm done with this rap flow Here I go Only if I can't let it go Everybody, yes we done And that's it There's my rap song So I gotta spit Boom! Dropping bars. That was very helpful. 
the list was very 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 uh as you see if i have uh points i can stick to it um but i appreciate that um but yeah i hope you enjoyed that silly rap and and actually what i'll do is i'll actually make a snippet for you so you can just have it so um of the rap so that would be so awesome yeah Yeah, i figured i would just type them so you have your points very very helpful i said i was i was joking with trey i was like you know when uh, i was like oh i'm gonna miss you today but the truth is that genesis could do both our jobs better than us so (laughs) no don't say that i guess it's all my corporate america experience because i told you i started over twice in my career to climb the corporate ladder. So being an administrative assistant helped me. So now when I do my own business, I do a lot of the admin stuff, not the techie stuff, but the admin stuff. And then starting off as an imaging clerk, whenever you scan papers all day, (laughs) that is a very tedious job. And, you know, just working your way up and then leaving, going to another company and having to start all the way over and work your way up again. It teaches you some things. Oh, I bet. I bet. And it's, uh, it's amazing how it all works out. And so again, thank you so much for being on the show again. And again, we, I know we can find another reason to have you on again. Um, and so, uh, but I really appreciate it. Sorry, Trey wasn't here. It's not you. It's him. He had to go to a bachelor party. It's more important than taking care of our fans, but whatever, Trey, just going to throw you out there and, uh, say that I'm just playing, uh, Anything else? Hey guys, if you want to check out the show, make sure you go to flowsu.com, an amazing website. Also, I forgot to do this last week. Uh, if you're looking for an amazing website and you want it designed by professionals and don't want to go to a design firm, then you should go to nomadweb.design. It's an amazing place. They created our website and they create very professional websites for a low um, price compared to firms. Uh, it's still a nice price uh, because you're getting a quality product. And so go over to nomadweb.design if you're looking for an amazing website for your new business. Um, Also, uh, we have um, a Flows For You everything. So if you go to Flows For You at Twitter and all those things, it might be Flows For You or Flows For You Pod. Just uh, do both and uh, you'll figure it out. I also have a link tree up here so you can check that out. But uh, and it looks like we're going to start streaming on Twitter, too. So that will happen next week. And also where, as you see, I'm slowly rebranding the the uh, the the show. So I have a new logo and uh, we'll have new everything here in the next uh, next week. We'll have new everything. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. And thank you so much for everybody supporting us and letting us do our thing. And um, I think that's all Genesis. Um, we don't have Trey to do the cool beat thing, but I'm going to do something silly I've never done. So you're going to give me three words and I'm going to sing you a song. Um, uh, I'm going to sing you a song about the three words that you give me to close out the show. Awesome. Masterpiece, talented, gifted. Okay. And here's Scout doing a song. Nobody could stand here like I'm a masterpiece. I still don't understand where I go. Only if I can't think I'm talented. Only if I had to pick my nose. Did you understand where I gotta go now? I could chase my son all around Walmart and scream like, son, please come back. And he's like, daddy, I just had a heart attack. And I'm like, that's weird because you're four years old, son. And he's like, oh, I'm just playing. And I forgot what the third word was. What was it? Say it again, please.
It was masterpiece, gifted and talented. You said gifted and my son just heard I get gifts. I was like, oh, I know, and now we can't uplift. We went to a Goodwill, he was like, give me a toy. And I was like, no, you are a boy. I don't know why I said that like that, if I know, but that's my song, a masterpiece flow. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. There, there I'm not go. a singer, but that was kind of dope in comparison to me. And I would say, this girl is on fire. <laughs> what was it? What was it that uh, Adam Sandler movie? Uh, and, and the kid is like, this homework's on fire. This underwear is on fire. Something's on fire. It was funny. Um, <laughs> anyways that was random but uh thank you so much genesis stay on uh so we can talk for a second but uh thank you so much everybody else and i hope you have an awesome awesome day uh here's the outro are you looking for a different kind of podcast i want to forward it and clean it will make you laugh scout and trade yeah that's what we do we got a little funny thing keeping it true hey we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you yeah that's what we do yeah that's what we do yep flows for you flows for you this is what we do now this is what we do say flows for you flows for you this is what we do now this is what we do say flows for you I think it's because I have two stream yards up, actually. Really? Uh, like about, yeah. Oh, I never ended the show, guys. Sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>